0: With camp just about over, Boston College is about to start their season, and I'm going to go in game by game and give you my predictions what Eagles are going to do in the 2022 season. This is an episode you're not going to want to miss on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. I'm also the editor and publisher of Eagle Insider, part of the 247 Sports Network. On today's show, we're going to dive in, go game by game, and I'm going to give you my predictions for the Eagles in the 2022 season. Now, the season's going to start off on September 3rd against Rutgers. This game is a big game for both teams. Now, about a week ago, I was on a Rutgers podcast and I talked about it and they were saying, you know, this is a big game for them. A couple of listeners of our podcast or people who found Locked On BC heard me say that this is a Super Bowl for, for Rutgers and they they got mad at me because we play Ohio State. We play Michigan. How is Boston College our Super Bowl? Now, let me clarify. This is a game that, Rutgers could win, like unlike those other games. So this is the Super Bowl for them in terms of winnability. Now, for the Eagles, this is their opener. This is at home, at Chestnut Hill. It's a big game for them. It's a big game for Rutgers. I like BC in here, and here's the reason why. Thanks to both programs. BC's got a good offense, a solid defense. Rutgers has a good defense. Let's not, let's not get away from what Rutgers can do. They have a solid secondary that has a cornerback that could be very difficult for Zay Flowers. That being said, I think BC's stronger in a few different spots. I think their offensive line should be okay. I like what they can do moving the ball. And I don't see Rutgers able to move against this defense with Noah Vidral as their starting quarterback. So the starting line on this on beta or beta excuse me, is about seven and a half right now. I think BC will cover that and win this game one and Oh for the Eagles with a win over Rutgers, but it's a tough start of their season for BC as they next head over to Virginia tech. This is the second game of this. Now when I, when the schedule first came out and Virginia tech had Justin Fuente, they just fired him. I said, Oh, this is going to be an easy one for BC. They go to Blacksburg, against a team that is rebuilding. This should be, this should be a no brainer for the BC to win this game. They're, they're in a better spot in terms of program development than where the Hokies are. But BC got drew a bad straw here as the Hokies are going to have their game at night in Blacksburg. That is, that is, that changes a lot of the complexion of this game. Cause I don't think Virginia tech has a ton on, especially on the offensive side of the ball to, to balance what BC can do. But man, Blacksburg at night with that enter Sandman with the fans there. It's a completely different galaxy than Blacksburg during the day that that stadium is mayhem. It's an it's an atmosphere that is unlike anything else in the ACC. Probably Clemson. I still think once they get the jitters out and I little I worry about the offensive line in this game a little bit because Brent Pry, who I think is a great addition for the Hokies. We'll have that defense buzzing because he is a pressure-heavy coach. That being said, this game, I think BC will win and go to 2-0, and oh, and here's why. I don't see Virginia Tech scoring many points. Grant Wells is their quarterback. He's a transfer from Marshall. Good story, but he's, he's – I mean, the ACC is loaded with quarterbacks. Whether you're talking about Sam Hartman, who I know is hurt, or he's out you have Phil Dracovic. You have Malik Cunningham, J- Jordan Travis. You name it; they have it. Grant Wells is not, and he may be okay. He had some really big numbers against uh for Marshall. That being said, I, I'm going to pick BC here to win this one. I think they're going to do it. Two and zero for BC. Going on to game number three, and this is a tough. This is a tough one here for BC. It's a game against the main black bear watch out now bc's gonna win this game and here's here's what i think right you know you play the fcs squads and you you hope for some sort of storyline to keep it interesting i mean isn't that good and you know they're an fcs school and i i just i just think bc should win this now they have one they do have one really interesting storyline they have kobe white now if you remember Kobe White is a former BC wide receiver, he was a fan favorite for years. He transferred to James Madison, something happened there, don't know exactly what, and he ends up in Maine. It'll be fun to see him in, in the black and and blue there, but I don't think this should be much much of a chore for BC. That being said, what should I what would you like to see out of BC for this game? They really need to get Djokovic and company out of that game as fast as possible. This is a game building 23 where you get Emmett Moorhead out there. You get Lewis bond, Dante Reynolds, the second team defense, you know, Owen started Nigel Tate, and you give them some valuable snaps. And when I say valuable snaps, I don't want to see BC doing what Azio did which is running the ball, you know, whenever BC would either be up by a lot or down by a lot, Adazia would put in the, in the backups and then just have them hand the ball off 30 times to end the game or whatever it was. It just seemed like a complete waste of time. You need to run your offense. If you have Emmett Moorhead out there, do not just have him hand the ball off if they're winning. Have him throw some passes. See how he reacts to different things. And on defense, try some different things too. It's a valuable experience for all the guys involved. And this will be a, a perfect game to do that. So it's BC at this point. No, I get the Eagles at three and O going into game number four. And before you yell at me and say, hey AJ, are you going to pick BC to go 12 and I am not picking them to go 12 and I promise you they're going to lose some games. And, and in fact, we'll get that started right now when they play Florida state. Now, Florida state on paper, isn't that much better than BC, you know, they have, um, you know, some, the Jordan Travis, absolutely wrecked BC last year. Uh, he is a problem. He's got speed. He does things that BC struggles to do. Why I pick Florida here is because they are a team that is built differently than the Eagles, right? Be, Florida state just recruit speed. Like they are a team that just, they're a track meet team, right? They get all the guys down in Florida that can run like hell and they can do things. And that has always been an issue for the Eagles. Now there's teams out there that can counteract what Florida state can do. Clemson's a perfect example of that, right? That being said in this one, I, I got to put BC losing this game. I don't see the Eagles winning. I don't see uh, I, I just see it's it's a it's a game, and I don't want to say a trap game because it's not a trap game because BC's gonna be probably an underdog heading into this, but I don't see the Eagles winning this one. I see them falling behind and losing to Florida State, making them three and one through the first four games. And in a moment get to the second set of four games, see how BC does there and if they can improve on their record and maybe get a top 25 win. Now, betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, and even golf. Right now, with college sports coming, you can get Heisman odds, you can get conference odds, you can get over and unders. I mean, there's a million different opportunities if you're a college football fan and you want to get your action, head on over to Online. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live game game betting scores and podcasts they have got you covered head to the Pot- pet online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today where the game starts all right folks we are on to our next game against B for BC and this is a tough one this is the Louisville Cardinals here and the Cardinals, are the darling of the of the of the um, the media heading into this season? Malik Cunningham is, is has been praised best quarterback in the conference. You know they're thinking he's going to be you know all ACC that he's going to be better than everyone else in the, and 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 they're going to do things that they haven't been ironic given that about you know six months ago everyone wanted Baderfield fired. They are, they've got some They got some, they have some things that they can do. That being said, last year when BC played Louisville, they played without Dennis Grossell on the road. They played with no offense. And Malik Cunningham did beat them down the stretch, but that was because BC's defense was left high and dry for most of that game. Which back, with Louisville not having that great of a defense, you know, they went out there and went crazy in the transfer portal, but they didn't have much. Uh, will they be able to improve that? That's a big question, right? I like BC's chances here. And here's one thing I'm going to say about this. I think BC's going to win this. I'm also going to say that Louisville could be going into this game ranked because they have their, uh, their media darling. So they're going to be a team. That's probably going to get some votes really easy. If they go and beat UC, which I think they could do, watch out because they could go 4-0 and then go 4-0 against BC. And if they are 4-0, they are going to be ranked. And if they are ranked, watch out for BC because if BC does that, that gives you what you've been looking for. That is their first game against a ranked opponent that they have beaten since 2014 when they beat USC at home. I'm predicting that right now. The Eagles are going to get – their first ranked win against Louisville at home on August October 1st. There you go folks. You wanted a crazy prediction? You got one here on Locked on BC. Now from there it's it gets tougher. This is a game against Clemson in game number 6 that I I have been battling back and forth. This is not one that I have taken lately. If you've listened to some of my predictions, if you've seen uh, my stuff, my work on Eagle Insider, On Eagle Insider, I had them, you know, as a possible BC win. BC has only lost to Clemson by six points in the last two games, and both of those games were at Death Valley. BC now gets Clemson at the Red Bandana game. This is a game that I had circled as a potential upset, but I can't pick it. I just, in good conscience, it, you know, folks on YouTube are going to be listening to this and going, AJ, you picked BC to be Clemson, and Clemson did this and this. I can't do it right now. I cannot. This can't be my my upset game. I pick because when I look at the strengths and weaknesses of both of these schools, they it just matches up so poorly for the Eagles. Now, Clemson has no off like their offense is not second in the country in scoring last year. DJ is is a mess. I'm going to guess at this point, though, DJU is not going to be the quarterback for Clemson, and they're going to go with Klubniak, their backup. Club uh, Gabe Klub, Klubniak, excuse me. I think he's going to be their starting quarterback by that point. And if he's their quarterback, he'll get that offense fixed. I, I just get that. Ima- I imagine that's what's going to happen. The bigger issue here is their defensive line against BC's offensive line. I have said all along that BC's offensive line needs to be serviceable. That that's all they need to do to win some games. They need to be much better than serviceable to manage against Clemson. They need to be, all, they need to be really good because Clemson's defense is an absolute juggernaut. And they're going to be the best. I think the best in, in college football this year, they have so much talent up and down that, that defense that it's going to be a challenge for even good offensive lines to stop them let alone an offensive line that has like, I think I was talking to coach Googs on, on Tuesday or Monday. He said they have like, what, like 160 snaps between all of them. That's not going to beat Clemson. I I just want to make this game. And, and, and you know what? I wanted to pick BC to win this, but I can't do it. I'm going to pick BC to lose. And that's going to put them at four and two. So next on to our next. And this was the hardest game. Wake forest, the demon Deacons heading down to wake. This was the hardest game for me to pick because we don't know what Wake Forest is going to be like. And and, and it's true to say like any team, we don't know what they're going to look like when when they play them, but right now we don't know if Sam Hartman's going to be there, and with Sam Hartman versus without Sam Hartman is quite a big difference. Because without Sam Hartman, Wake Forest takes a humongous step back. They don't have any defense and without their their all ACC quarterback I worry that they wouldn't be able to stop anything. Worry if they're playing BC, you want to see them score, right? Hartman is there. That changes the complexion again. But what I'm going to say here, I think Wake Forest's defense is a major liability. And I take the game that BC played against them last year and throw it out the window. Because I don't think it matched the BC loss forty-one to ten. BC had the flu. Djurkovic was sick. Half the team was hurt. It was the end of the season. It was a mess. This game falls in the middle of the year, so that's it's a better spot for them to fall. Hopefully, BC will be healthier and we'll get to see a, a better matchup than we saw last year when BC got smoked. Especially if, oh, I have BC winning this game five and two, and I don't think this will be a ranked game. I don't see wake forest, especially without Hartman being ranked by the time this game happens. So unfortunately it won't be two ranked wins for BC. It'll be a win though for, for, against wake forest. And then finally, the last game on our, um, our little go around to the second segment is against the Yukon Huskies. And Yukon is a team. That's a mess. They are absolutely a mess. And, they are trying to figure out how to get their team back into some, some resemblance of um, respectability, right? They don't, they got Jim Mora jr. uh, A seasoned head coach to come in, but he has, he has a Titans responsibility of figuring out what the heck to do with this program because they don't have a conference. No one wants to play for them. They're in, you know, they've got very little um, in in terms of momentum they're not good. They're not very good. It's going to take him years if he's even the right guy to get things back on track. And right now, you know, they're recruiting classes in the hundreds. It's it's a mess. What kid's going to want to play for a program that just pays basically programs to beat the snot out of them or plays against Sunbelt teams? That's basically what UConn has become. I don't see them winning this game. And again, as I said, against Maine, you want to see B.C., Get Emmett Moorhead out there. Get those backups and beat UConn and get out of there. Um, and I think easy win. I'm not the biggest fan of of playing in Hartford, but just win it, move on. Now, the ultimate college football preview. Special opportunity for, bo- for college football fans here on the Lockdown Network. I can't wait to tell you about this. Thanks again for making Lockdown Boston College your first listen every day. The Ultimate College Football Preview is here. A seven-episode preview with college experts, local team expert- experts, and Odyssey College Football Insiders. It's everything you need to be ready for the college football season in one spot. Search Ultimate College Football Preview on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever. You get your podcasts. All right. We're going back into our scheduler and we're on to Duke. And I just said, Yukon is bad. Duke is bad, but not to the same level as Yukon. As and I don't want to rip on Duke because this is a program that my co-host on locked on AC. check that out. I'm on there on Wednesdays. Uh, Candace Cooper says that not sleep on. Well, I am not sold on Duke yet. I think they will get there. But I don't see them yet becoming a team of of um, turning this around, and I I love Mike Elko their hire. I think he's an excellent um, he's an excellent decision for for Duke because he reminds me a lot of Jeff Halfley. Now, when Halfley even when he was being hired, Elko was a, a potential hire for BC. You know, he had been at D- in in Notre Dame. He ends up at Texas A and M. Good hire, but Duke is bad and they've, they're going to take some time. If, if Elko is going to get this going again, it's going to take some time for him to uh, get them going, get them, uh, you know, clicking. And I think that this year won't be it. You know, they lost their only real star in Mateo Durant. I liked what he could do, but you know, they don't have much on offense. BC's night Friday. I believe it is. I like BC winning this game easy now. Okay. So, we are at our our we're seven and f- seven and three right now, and we have a couple more games to go. Uh, sorry, seven and two right now. we have three more games to go. They get NC State now. If you've heard this podcast, you know how I think about NC State. This is a team I really like. This is my pick to win the ACC because they're the most well-rounded team in the conference. I like Devin Leary. I'm not sure if he's an NFL caliber quarterback, but man, at the college level, this kid can whip it and he can make lots of good decisions to beat good teams. I like what they have on defense with Peyton Wilson. They've got talent everywhere. Dave Dorn's a solid solid coach and BC gets him on the road. I can't pick BC to win this game. I think there's just too much talent on that NC State roster for BC to win it. I'm going to go down and say that they're going to lose NC State and it's going to be a 7-3 and at this point. So then it doesn't get easier. This is a tough little couple-game swing for BC because now they head off to South Bend, and they play the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. And believe me, this is a game that has a ton of drama behind it. When you look at who's playing, Phil Dracovic and offensive coordinator John McNulty, and tight end George Takis, I mean, there's so many stories. I mean, even on the other sideline, you got Al Washington, right? This is a big game. And there's nothing fans would want more to beat the Fighting Irish and finally end. I think it's like a 10-game losing streak that they're on. And I cannot I, – I, I'm trying to be objective here, folks. If I went in here and just went, BC's going 12-0, I'd get laughed out and you guys wouldn't listen to it. I'm trying to be fair here. I'm trying – to, to tell you what I really think Notre Dame has a, a defense. And again, this, you know, that BC's offensive line just, just needs to be serviceable. Circled and said, yeah, they got to be more than serviceable to beat be Notre Dame. Now, that being said, this is later in the season. So hopefully the offensive line will get some things going, but it's on the road. It's the fighting Irish. Notre Dame's very good. I, they may not be a top ten team this year, but they're good enough. And BC's going to win. I don't think BC's going to win this game, and they're going to drop to seven and four here. Um, they're going to lose to the Notre Dame, and it's a tough, tough pill to swallow. But that's what I'm going to pick. Now, our final game, kind of one that'll set the tone of where this season is going, and it is the Syracuse Fighting Irish. Yeah, Fighting Irish, Syracuse Orange. Jeez, AJ, what am I talking about? And I pulled up their schedule this year and it, it kind of helped me understand where I think this program is going to go and why I think Syracuse football is in major trouble this year. Now they have some, they have some good They, they have some good po- uh, qualities here, right? They have Sean Tucker, good running back. They've got excellent defense. Garrett Williams is, is one of the best defensive backs in the country, right? That being said, I looking at their schedule, holy moly, they get to start off the season. They have Louisville. Louisville, sorry, I say it like they do. Louisville. And it's a game on the road. Uh, sorry, game, on, uh, game at home. Louisville is as must-win of a game as they're going to have, and I don't think they can beat them. At UConn, okay. Then they have Purdue. Good game. Virginia, good game. They have Wagner. Okay. Then it just it it goes from about a, you know twenty miles an hour to eighty five miles an hour to end the season. They go, no NC, in Notre Dame, Pitt, Florida State, Wake Forest. How is Dino Babers going to save his job with that schedule? Because he's kind of on the hot seat. He hasn't won. Had, he hasn't had a winning season since two thousand eighteen. And you look at that schedule right now, and you tell me they're going to win six games out of that. If 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 Dino Babers can win 6 games with that schedule, he should be ACC coach of the year because that there's not enough talent on that team to win that. And by the time that that ends or that that murderous row, guess who gets them next? Boston College. So it ends up with a perfect opportunity for BC at the end of the year. No Syracuse has just played a hellacious schedule and then they get BC. So I I look at that and I say, BC is going to get them. They got them at home. It's a a perfect opportunity for them to win. Eight and four right there. Then you're going to feel happy about that, right, folks? Eight and four, you head to a bowl game. Maybe you pull off a ninth win there. That is some serious momentum heading into the offseason. And you're eight and four. You have to look at that as a potential for BC to get to a decent bowl too. We're not talking Fenway, we're not talking Millery or whatever you know the the lawnmower bowls or whatever they have left. Still, they're going to look at something at least a little different, and I think that's good. And if they win, that that sets up halfway for 2023. What do you think? If you enjoyed this podcast today and you're listening live, because I just I just figured I tried this live for the first time, hit that like button on this on this uh, channel. And if you haven't subscribed, hit subscribe. We, we do this five days a week. I'm going to do these live more often and see how they work out. If they're fun, we'll keep doing it. Um, and hit that subscribe button and uh, follow along. I am the um, I am the host of Locked On BC. I've been doing this for three years now. I hope you enjoyed this. We're going to be doing this five days a week all through the season. I'll have Mitch on tomorrow, Mitch Wolf. He's going to give you some guys – roster who could if they have big seasons he predicts bc will have big years so check that out uh to, on tomorrow's episode as well this is aj you can follow me on twitter at aj black underscore bc it's right there just hit that button make sure you subscribe and we'll see you all again soon stay cool everyone we'll see you again tomorrow